Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com learn. If you have been struggling to get sales from your design work or understanding what you really need to do to make money, I have the workshop for you. On September 23rd, I'm hosting my first ever profitable designer workshop. This one day, three hour workshop is only $97, but I have a discount for all my podcast listeners. Go to KarinaGardnerCourses.com slash profit and put in the code podcast for $50 off. I can't wait to see you more profitable. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. In my head, I am calling this the good, better, best episode, and that's because I, long time ago, had a lesson in one of my courses called Good, Better, Best, and actually, I taught the same lesson at the University of Minnesota when I was teaching there as a doctoral student, so let's talk about Good, Better, Best, and why you need to question whether the design work, or this is for anyone, anything other than design work that you've come out with is your best work. Well, this is a really tough one, you guys, really tough, especially for designers to kind of really narrow down and decide whether the work they're putting out is just good, if it's better, or if it's best. Now, there are circumstances, and like, I think someone would tell me, like, you should be always putting out your best work, okay? Okay. Best is a tiny bit relative, right? And it depends on the medium. Like for example, um, if you are coming out with a digital kit, okay, that's just going out to the masses, it's going out into one of your online shops, I expect your best work or your better work for that digital kit. I don't necessarily expect you to spend hours and hours and hours on it. Whereas for maybe a paper line that's going to be published or a fabric line that's going to be published, I will like try to make it more of my best work. Why? Because there's a company involved. We're producing something. I will try to make it my best work, right? The other thing that's really difficult is that over time you become better, right? So Okay, let's let okay, let's let's dig a little bit back. So my first fabric line for Riley Blake was called Dainty Blossoms. But if you go even further back, five fabric lines before that, and which I can't even think how many fabric lines I've done for Riley Blake at this point. But if you go back before that, I, I designed for Northcott. I did five lines for them before I moved to Riley Blake. I um let's see, I did a line, my very first line was called Coquette, okay? And I actually had parameters that, you know, as, as someone who's not a designer, or if you were looking on the outside, you'd be like, why did she choose some of those colors? Well, I wasn't allowed to use pink. I wasn't allowed to use red. Like there was like some parameters that were kind of stuck. So I ended up with this green brown line, which in retrospect is actually, it's a pretty cool line, but was it my best work? Oh my gosh. 
it was for the time, right? Like at the time, I felt like it was my best work. It was the first time I had been doing a lot of illustration. When we think of designers, designers and commercial artists, we tend to be the people who put all the things together to make something beautiful. <clears throat> Very often, we're not the ones putting stuff together and illustrating it, right? So it was kind of my first time like with a true illustration gig. And... um it was tough, you guys. Like, it was tough for a lot of things. I, I was using Photoshop. That was one thing. That Photoshop, you guys, for fabric design, not the way to go. Um, if you if you take, my like, my fabric design class now, like, it is incredibly easy to build a repeat because I show you how to do it in Illustrator. But I didn't start doing that until, like, six or seven lines. It was probably seven or eight lines, actually, in, which was by the time I was at Riley Blake, I was doing them in Illustrator and it took so much less time. So I got to spend more time on the artwork, which was really good, right? Um, so I wouldn't compare a line I did 12, 14 years ago. Oh my gosh, I think it was 14 years ago to a line that I would do today. And um, I'm I'm recording this and it's not going to come out for, you know, probably a month after recording this. But at, the, at this time, I'm actually working on a new fabric line. I haven't turned one into Riley Blake and I need to get one in. I'm, I've been very, very bad about not getting things in on time because it's just been super busy and I'm kind of on my own schedule with my fabric lines. So I started working on it and I've been showing you guys the artwork. It is not good, you guys. I mean, it's definitely not better or best, but it is okay at best. Okay. Especially like I was showing the concept art on my Instagram feeds, um, which if you want to check that out, that's at Karina Gardner designs is mostly where I show kind of like all the process stuff. I'll show a couple of things on the at Karina Gardner feed, which is my fabric feed, but I'm mostly showing like process and design stuff on at Karina Gardner designs because it's a kind of a totally different thing. Right? So anyway, I, um, I just, like the first stuff I come out with is just so-so. It really is. And then I get it into the computer. I start working on it in there. And I like I, ha I don't know where it's going usually. It's just going to evolve and change and evolve and change. If you think you can design something for a fabric company or a scrapbooking company and it's going to be your first go around, either you are a seasoned designer, lucky, or foolish <laughs> because rarely does the first time around on anything make it to print. Okay. Which is why I talk to my design suite members and we start off online. Why? Cause then we get the hours in, we get the experience in and it starts building your portfolio, but you're also getting better as you're doing it, right? You're suddenly making good stuff and your good stuff is getting better. And until you do a lot of good stuff, you don't know what better is. And you certainly don't know what best is, which is crazy to say, but it just is true. You don't know what your best is because you're so busy making the good stuff. You think the good is just fine. Okay. So, um, I have three things that I thought I would talk to you guys about. 
about how you can recognize when something is getting better. Not maybe necessarily when it's the best, but when it's getting better. And if you're on YouTube with me, which is making me laugh, I'm like motioning my hands and I'm noticing I still have a tattoo on my hand (laughs) from my silhouette pool party photo shoot that we did a few, a week ago. I can't believe this tattoo. This is a silhouette tattoo, which is insane that it's lasted this long. So anyway, if anybody's been noticing that, that's that's actually making me laugh. Okay, let's talk about the three things. Now, these are not foolproof, you guys. And it is always difficult to look at and at your own work and be, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just to look at it uh, objectively. That's what I'm looking for. Um, because there are some of us who look at our artwork and we hate it. We hate all of it, even if it's great, even if it's good, which good work is good, right? We hate it. We think we haven't done amazing because we hold ourselves to somebody else's, you know, whatever. Either that or we think that we should be somewhere that we just maybe aren't at the moment, right? The second thing is people tend to be the other way, which is they think their artwork is fantastic. <laughs> I've met a few of these. They think that what they've produced in 10 or 20 hours is just phenomenal. When their 10 or 20 hours still at the beginning of their careers, and so their 10 or 20 hours doesn't look the same as an artist who's been designing for 15 years. It just, it does not look the same. 10 or 20 hours from a 15 seasoned artist looks really different than 10 or 20 years for someone who's been doing it for one or two years. It just does. And it's probably good at best not best. Okay. And that, that is, that's tough. Okay. That's tough, especially if they think they are doing their best work because at that time they are, they are doing their best work, but is it good enough for a fabric company or is it good enough for a scrapbooking company? Eh, who knows? Okay. Sometimes it is, but very often it's not. So that's where it gets really difficult because you have to sit down, look at your stuff and go, is this good enough? Is this better? Or is this my best? Okay. And it might be your best at the moment, but it's not best for the industry. And that's, that's kind of the divide line. That's where things get a little bit tough, I think. So let's talk about these three things. The first one is time. Okay. There's two parts to this time thing. And I've already kind of mentioned it, but this time thing goes like this. Number one, the time that is spent on the project. Okay. If you are working on a huge project and, and I hear of, um, like there are silhouette designers out there, not silhouette designers for the public, but they're like silhouette designers. They're like designers and they're doing like this amazing, crazy work. I bet you follow some of them online because they're phenomenal. They're doing like, um, you know, birds or butterflies with the most intricate pieces, teeny tiny little pieces. And it takes them like, weeks, if not months to create these masterpieces. Um, there's a girl who, and I don't even know what her Instagram handle is or anything, but she like creates these full montage cities. Okay. And they take her months to do, and you know, it's like a single project. Okay. That is best work, right? Because it's incredibly detailed. It takes a lot of time. We know that is best work, right? But for many of us, we're working on smaller projects, right? So your best work for a digital kit or for an SVG file is quite different than your best work for a fabric collection. So you have to assign the amount of time you put towards it accordingly, right? Best work for a fabric line, if you're trying to get a fabric deal, 
is going to take a lot of time, or it should anyway, especially if you're at the beginning of your career. If you're kind of somewhere in the middle or you've already been a graphic designer or whatever, it might take you less time. But I actually, I kind of even doubt that because every industry is particular. Even though I'm in a in a good stage of my career as a designer in the crafting industry, if I decided tomorrow I was going to migrate and move into advertising. It's like a whole nother learning curve for someone like me. I've got like start all over again. Just because I have the illustrator skills doesn't mean I know how to do that industry. And it's like starting from scratch. Okay. So time I said had two parts. One is the actual project itself. The second part of time is how long have you been doing it? So are you a seasoned designer? Are you a new designer? Your best work at year two is very different than your best work at year seven or 10 or 15, right? Okay. So think about the time it takes and maybe your 10 hours might really take 50 hours. Okay. For where you are in your career and that's okay. Okay. So you're just, you're just kind of gauging it and trying to produce it. Okay. The second thing that I would tell you to look at is, uh, to think about your editing. And I usually call this your editing eye. Okay. So when you have an editing eye, you see this all the time on like, um, you know, HGTV or interior design type challenges and stuff. It's like, they'll put a bunch of stuff out and then they'll take something away. Okay. As designers, we should be doing that all the time. We should be, I mean, like if I'm making a card very often, I'll make it and then I'll pull something out or I'll change the coloring or change the stroke line up. I'll edit it down because I've almost always put too much in. Okay. So like, do you have an editing eye to whatever you're working on and have you edited it several times? Okay. For big projects, you should be editing all the time. Okay. Even as a seasoned designer, I cannot even tell you guys how many fabric collections I have that are totally rejected. Scrapping lines that go from 12 papers that only one or two are left in the final, you know, the final papers that went to press. You guys, it just takes a lot of time and a lot of editing to get something exactly right for market. And sometimes it's not because it's not beautiful. It's just because it's going up against several other fabric lines coming out or because we know what a certain market is looking for. Okay. Um, lots of those things happen, or we feel like a paper doesn't have enough, or it's a blender and it has too much. I mean, there's all sorts of reasons why we continue to edit things down or edit things out. Like I'll be working on a fabric and it will never see market, you know, and I'll have worked on it for 10 or 20 hours and it's just out. It like it in no way makes it okay. That happens all the time and that's okay. That's the way this market is supposed to work because only the best things should make it to market. Okay. Um, the third thing is direction. Okay. I was thinking about this, you guys, because I, I have been working on this fabric line, right? And when I started the line, I had an idea of the direction. Now my sketches didn't necessarily show that, but in the back of my head, I had been thinking about this particular theme the whole time. So I kind of actually knew what the fabric collection's name was. That doesn't always happen. Sometimes it evolves with the collection. But in my head, I had some really good ideas of what I wanted it to be. I'd been working in a color scheme that I really liked for silhouette, and I was going to bring it over for this line. 
And I had been thinking about uh, some inspirational, like really old pieces that were inspiring me for the line. Okay. Sometimes when you finish a collection, it is nowhere near what your inspiration is. That is okay. But one of the ways to gauge whether it's good, better, best is sometimes to go back to the original inspiration and decide, was I supposed to stay on the same direction or should I have made some, or did I make, you know, depending on how you look at it, like too far of a veering from the original artwork or the original idea. Okay. Um, and it can go either way, but it's something to really think about. I'm still examining and thinking about my own work and trying to decide, did I make it too modern? Did I make it too traditional? Is it the right feeling? And that's, that's a lot of what this whole thing with direction is, is I'm trying to decide, is it the right feeling? Do I come away and feel like it's correct? And, and depending on the medium you're working for, I know I've been talking a lot about fabric lines. So I know if you're here and you're like, Karina, I am a advertising graphic design artist or whatever, like you need to think about it in terms of your own, um, medium, right? I'm just giving fabric as, as the example, because that's what I've been working on. So, um, I've been thinking about exactly what I'm supposed to do for this line. And then I lay the whole thing out and I start playing with it together and see whether it works together. And that's the other way I can see if something is good, better, or best. When I put them up against each other, is there a super strong one? Is there a weak one? Do they play nice together? Okay. And so that helps me decide whether something is good, better, or best. Now, this is the other thing about good, better, best. I think I can tell when something's good. And I'm pretty sure I can, I mean, it's not as well as the good, but I can tell when something's my best work. It is the easiest to figure out if something is better, right? Because I feel like everything I'm making is better than the thing I made before. And that is the key, you guys. Continue to make artwork that is better than what you did before. Even if it's fast artwork, you know, like if you're just doing SVGs and you're just trying to produce, 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 just try to get better than the artwork you have before. In one of my like um, my journal things that I write every day, I wrote for a while, I get 1% better in my design work every single week because I do my artwork in in week um, allotments. Um, And so that has really helped me determine how um, something is getting better. Now it's really hard. I mean, I can usually tell if like something's my best work, but the problem is that the moment I do the best work, my, my best work is I'm ready to outperform, ready to do it better the next time. Right. And then that becomes your best work. Right. So you're trying to consistently outdo yourself. All right. Okay. Hopefully you got a lot from that. That's like, there's a lot of information about good, better, best. I just, it is like one of those like fine lines that we struggle as designers or in any other field. You know, if you're in realty, if you're in sales, like you are always trying to get better, you know what your good is and what's your best, right? So like in any field, I think it's something that we don't talk about very often. It's easier to talk about in design because I'll look at work and I'll be like that. That's good but is it your best? Right. It's, it's, yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough thing. And it's a tough thing to tell a designer that the artwork just isn't the best work or it's not best for industry standard. And I hate that, but 
It also makes you a better designer if you can take that criticism and take it to the next level. Okay. Um, if you want to learn more about me, you can find all of my stuff at karinagardner.com. That's fabric, paper, and courses. And um, I hope to see you there. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.